Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service hey everybody dave hodges here host of the common sense show glad you're with us always great to have you here we have a report today from pastor sam Arnold, and i know you usually hear sam over on our tv side but logistics demanded that we did radio today and it's that's good. Our distribution's still a little bigger on the radio side. And that's probably good because we're going to be talking about topics today that are timely and dangerous. And they have to do with war. And it looks like the, well, let's put it this way, the potential participants of the war seem to be lining up for action. Sam's getting really good information, and I've got information that confirms a lot of what he's saying. And we're going to get into that. But first of all, we got to take care of our business right up front. Um, if anyone doesn't see the threat to the food supply, I mean, the UN came out yesterday and said, world hunger is at a 15-year high. I don't know how they determined that. But nonetheless, that's what they're saying. And we know that Biden's declared war on meat and other food in America. And we know the food supply chain is broken. I could go on and on to get the idea. The only way that you're going to be safe and protect your family is to be outside the system. And that's why you need to get storable food. And we have the best there is. Listen, 25% off the four-week emergency package. And you're saying, well, Dave, I need more than four weeks. I know. You order multiple sets at the four-week price, and you'll save 25% on your total order. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per meal restaurant quality lots of diversity so you don't habituate to the same food every reason is there to buy mps go to preparewithdave.com that's preparewithdave.com also we are headed for economic crash uh biden says we got inflation under control what he should have said is we have it under control the democrats the fed came out yesterday and said we're at a 13 year high and they don't count the price of gas and food so what does that tell you folks we're headed for the crash, and then the $6 trillion proposed budget hasn't even hit yet, so we are going to go into hyperinflation, and your buying days are over. Your prep days are over when that happens, and right now, you need to go to Noble Gold to protect what you've got to get you through this slide. They can protect your 401k, they can protect your IRA, and they can also move assets around for you. How do I know? Because I'm a customer, and I feel fully confident going forward that most of what I've got is going to survive the crash. Can you say the same thing? Well, if not, then you need to call them. 877-646-5347. It's 877-646-5347. Tell them that I told you to call. And one last sponsor for this show. And this is really important, folks. I'm telling you, this is so critical. 
on August 11th, we are having a grid down drill. And that means communications. It's a cyber attack simulation. It's probably going to end up being a snap drill, just a guess. That's where the drill becomes the real thing. But even if it's not, if the government's worried about cyber takedown and you lose communications, should you be worried? Well, I think so. Internet, cell phone will be down. How are you going to communicate with your loved ones, particularly when they're spread throughout a city? Well, the only thing that's going to work is going to be your sat phone. And it's really difficult for them to shut down sat phone communication. In fact, some say it's impossible. And I want you to check it out by calling 855-980-5830. 855-980-5830. And you've noticed, Steve Quayle and I have jumped all over the sat phone because we are convinced this is the only way that a lot of us are going to be able to communicate. And when you talk to war veterans like John Moore, you know, the great John Moore, a good friend of mine, and I asked him once in an interview, I said, John, what was your scariest moment in Vietnam? And he said, when we lost communications. So I'll say it again, 855-980-5830. And those are the only three ads we have here for this entire uh, show. And let me just say this. We turn down 90% of all advertising, and not that the companies aren't good, reputable, is no insult to anyone we've turned down. It's just we want to offer the audience things that I think there's a good chance you're going to need. And uh, that's why I hope you take this seriously. And I am a customer in every one of those items we just sold, we just sold, we just bring up to you. So um, use good judgment. Well, anyway, Pastor Sam is with us. And uh, like I said, if you listen to us on the TV side as well, uh, you know he's got really good information, particularly in Latin and Central America. Uh, really knows Latin America upside down, right side up. And there's things going on right now, folks. We're at a crossroads. Sam, welcome to the show. <coughs> we Excuse me. We got a lot to cover. Let's just jump into it. Okay. Let's go with the fact that the power is out and the communications are out in Cuba. So as the uh, government tyranny moves into a city, they shut off the power, they shut off the water, they shut off the cell phone grid, and they set shut off uh, Internet. So everything that you have just said would be necessary in a grid down scenario it's going to become necessary in a big way and yes i really want to move all around the world because the riots in south africa which is a BRICS nation you know they were slated to be part of this whole new world economic system and the riots in cuba are two very different things that happen at exactly the same time and are equally violent and so i kind of want to start there i want to talk about our military buildup where we've amassed more sea power and naval sea power than I've ever seen in one place, and it's all going to China. And uh, there are other events in the Caribbean having to do with Puerto Rico and Haiti that we've reported on to some degree, but there's new developments. And so this is just a very disturbing geopolitical uh, situation all the way around. And we're kind of going to shoot from the hip and put together some of the pieces and uh, speculate a little bit on where we think that the trouble's going to come from. And of course, myself, uh, living in Latin America and having a- an official asylum claim before the president of Mexico as an independent journalist and a persecuted person for supporting President Trump and for uh, being politically active, we're under a lot of fire right now. And I just want to put the word out to all the other independent journalists that the laws in Mexico are very, very strong. This is a very advanced, sophisticated, strong nation. It's not a bunch of uh, uh, people sitting broke under a cactus with a donkey tied up. It's, uh, it's a place where we can mount our defense from and continue to broadcast as really every week somebody, Dave, that you know or that I know or that, that we've worked with is either winding up in jail or Arkansas. I'm broadcasting from Mexico City right now. And... Uh, I'm going to advise a little bit. I'm going to transition because of that and give some advice, not only on self-defense like we have before, but I'm going to actually talk about some guerrilla tactics that we can use to continue to legally and lawfully support our American way of life and our political ideals as things are coming crashing down. It's time where we need to really be thinking about standing for our life so as the riots are coming and lethal force is being used we see some things that have worked well some things that have not worked well so i want to comment a little bit on that 
Where do you want to start, Dave? No, I think I think you're right on the money with what you're saying, and I'm going to let you pick the entry point because, as we talked about, well, late last night on our pre-air discussion, we could jump into this anywhere. Okay, let me just tell you how I see what's happening right now. Russia seems to be separating from conflict against America, even though that's not what Biden wants, because they're content to let the U.S. and China duke it out. I think that's a good place to start. This is a place that I've hoped we would come to. I was really concerned when we were poking the bear in the Black Sea. That was something that was uh, an idiotic thing to do. The Russians hit back hard as far as presenting a strong defense. You know, some martial artists, they jump into a stance and say, Hi-ya! The moment that yeah. they might get in a force encounter. And while that hasn't really been my recommendation, I'll tell you what, it communicates to the adversary that they're going to be in for a hell of a fight. And that's what Putin did. You know, he didn't fire, but he put up a very strong show of force. Russia, when they put their uh, MiG-31s in the Mediterranean with those huge anti-ship missiles, the one that is supposed to go Mach 10 or something, and their their, uh, fighter, the fastest supersonic warplane in the world on record has only one of those enormous missiles and when they put them right there in the Caribbean that was a message really to Britain where Putin thought that he could get some traction with the British government where Biden of course was trying to start a fight and trying to have a a military catastrophe with the sinking of our capital ship both a US ship and a uh, European ship Really, they had three. They they had uh, a British ship, a uh, Dutch ship, and a U.S. ship all went into the Black Sea for the provocation. And I really think that Biden was trying to get Putin to sink them to get the U.S. at war with Russia. Now, all that was diffused partly because we got on and broadcast about it. Why would anybody be so all-fired stupid, as my grandpa used to say, to start a fight like that? right in Russia's backyard where they could bring unlimited military power to bear. And, of course, it was meant to start the fight. And so Britain pulled back first, right in the middle of the uh, Sea Breeze war games. Their destroyer, the HMS Defender, sailed the Bosporus and left the Black Sea. And then, or actually, I think before, the Queen Elizabeth carrier in the Mediterranean pulled back into the port in Cyprus. Now, we've reported on all this, but a couple things that happened is the island of Cyprus basically caught on fire while the Queen Elizabeth carrier was in port. And it is widely reported that arson is suspected in those fires. Worst forest fires, I believe, ever, or in decades. Arsonist for and I whom, think that this Sam? Arsonist for whom? Well, it, it could have been just people on the ground with road flares, but the, the best sappers in the world are the Russian sleeper cells and the Russian spetsnaz. And I think that this was a message to Britain that uh, their decision to draw the queen off of the center of the chessboard to pull her back to the back row was almost good enough, but just not quite. They still owed a little something. And so... It's just awfully convenient that the worst forest fires ever happened during the four days that the Queen Elizabeth carrier was in port on the island of Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And then she did weigh anchor and sail the Suez along with her battle group, the submarines, the HMS Defender, the, the Dutch ship that was uh, also in the Black Sea. And so all of that has gone out of the Mediterranean, and that sea power has been assembled for another purpose, the purpose for which I believe that it was built, the confrontation of China. So I think, yes, the fact that we escaped that provocation and that tinderbox in the Black Sea was fantastic, because that gives an opportunity for the U.S. and Russia to be on the same page. And I really believe that the Queen gave that order herself. It's important to remember we as Americans have a hard time even understanding kingdoms. It's one of the things that that uh, is difficult for us even in the Bible because 
anything democratic is kind of the opposite of a kingdom. But every British soldier and sailor takes an oath to the monarchy, to the queen. All of those ships are HMS. They're Her Majesty's ships. That is the queen's ship. And she can get on the phone and talk directly to Commander Morehouse and order him to weigh anchor and depart forthwith. And I really think she did that. <laughs> I really think she did, Dave. I mean, it, it, it's funny to think. Well, I tend to agree. I tend to agree with you. I want to go back to the, to the sapper thing for a second, though. I, I thought about that after we talked last night. And I lay there wide awake saying, that is not a coincidence that happened when that ship's in port but I don't think it was the Russians if the Russians wanted to start crap they would have already started it I think it was Biden forces on the ground trying to provoke an incident we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BuryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BuryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time that's what we're trying to figure out we can throw the facts on the table and 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 kind of rearrange them to try to figure out what's going on in the world and it might have been it might have been uh it we don't know who did it it's just very very suspicious that it happened exactly that way and we also need to remember, it, it, when we talk about conspiracies and we talk about uh, skullduggery and sappers and things like that, it's easy to get into a place where we see that the enemies always have a plan and that everything is done that's done is planned. And I really don't see it like that. That removes God out of the equation. God has a way of turning the battle to confound all of the belligerents. And this is why we pray, because it was a bad, bad, bad situation that was brewing in the Black Sea, 
and a lot of people prayed. So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. That we would just slide that in. And somehow we got out of that situation and all of the naval war power has passed through the Suez into basically the Indian Ocean. And so uh, I don't understand it all, but we thank God for it. And if I could come back to the Americas just for a second... One of the things that we're not hearing about in Cuba, and by the way, you can look up Gospel Gunslingers on Twitter, and I have a lot of these articles linked, pictures, and some things that are really not very widely known. Uh, Some of these tweets, when I retweeted them last night, had no retweets, two, four, and now one's at 27, one's at 50, and one's at 166. And so we're getting a little bit of traction. But one thing that's happening in Cuba right now is the military is driving around with trucks and loading up all military-aged men, especially the 17- to 19-year-old age group. They're loading them up, and they're conscripting them into the military right now. So this is a disturbing, a disturbing act on behalf of the Cuban government. Conscription is scary. Grabbing young people off the street is scary. Them taking that element, which would be very valuable in a guerrilla war, that demographic, and taking them to their indoctrination centers where they can be uh, beaten, whipped, tortured, starved, and programmed, which has always been the communist way, is a real escalation on the part of Diaz-Canal, the uh, communist president dictator of cuba it's it's a disturbing escalation and it's something that everybody should think about what if this happened in your neighborhood and it's happening very very close only 90 miles from florida two hours in a zodiac boat this is so much closer to our land than the island hopping campaigns that we made in world war ii you know we we put so many marines lives into battling for Uh, Midway, for Iwo Jima, for Guadalcanal. Bloody, bloody battles that we buried a lot of soldiers on those islands. And it wasn't certain that we'd even be able to take those islands. It was even possible. They were so honeycombed with cave complexes and fortifications back in the 1940s. But we did it, and each campaign gave us a place to build a little fort, build a little airstrip, base troops temporarily and base supplies to get eventually to Tokyo and to get eventually to the Philippines and lo and behold that's happening in the Caribbean right now and the Caribbean is so much smaller of an area and one thing that we really need to be looking at with concern about Haiti about uh, Cuba about Jamaica and about even our own United States territory and communist bastion of Puerto Rico is it is right off of the Florida coast. And any adversary would love to base their supplies that close. I mean, you can actually run helicopters across from those islands to many points in Florida without any trouble at all. And so we need to not see this as a little riot, as a little disturbance, as a little bit of natives getting restless. We need to see it as an island-hopping campaign where our main enemy, China, our main adversary and the main global threat, which I believe is controlled by the Pope, but regardless, that red dragon, we all know, everybody in the conservative world knows, that's who's really gunning for us and really coming to get us. And if they can dig in to islands right off our coast within helicopter range... That should be extremely, extremely disturbing to every American. And just to make it clear, 
China is coming in with island hopping campaigns to move in shipping containers full of God knows what and manpower with civil uh, merchant vessels as if there's any civil uh, vessels at all in China. Everything's government controlled. There's no private companies and there's no private ships. The government really owns everything. So while they're coming in with perhaps a civilian naval flotilla, we have, the free world has, an unprecedented uh, collection of sea power in the Indian Ocean, heading for the India-China border, heading for the strategic straits around the South China Sea, heading for the Japanese seas and the Taiwanese, the Taiwan Strait, all heavily contested seas. This is what the Queen Elizabeth carrier was built for. It's what we have put this carrier battle group together for. And now the Queen Elizabeth, after sailing the Suez, rendezvoused with the U.S. nuclear supercarrier, USS Ronald Reagan, and one of our WASP-class amphibious landing ships, which is really a flat-deck miniature aircraft carrier full of F-35s. And right on my Twitter is the U.S. Navy picture of all three of those flat tops sailing together with their escorts and the boast, here's 200,000 plus tons of military airstrike power assembled for perhaps the first time. So please jump on Gospel Gunslingers on Twitter and look at that. I've got it pinned on the top of my profile and see those three flat top carriers working together some of the most powerful carriers in the world and the representatives of this new class of mini carrier that there's a lot more of out there. The U.S. has them. Japan has them. Taiwan has some smaller ones. They're talking about building bigger ones that will be fully capable F-35 platforms. And so right now we have this massive naval movement going to China, and there's an incoming island hopping campaign right off our doorstep. So that's news our news item number one for today that I expect to look at from a lot of different angles. What do well, you say, Dave? I, I think there's also more island hopping there, too. Um, I started writing about this three years ago. Uh, Diego Garcia and Guam, I believe, are in real jeopardy, as well as two bases we have in the Philippines. And I do think that uh, China would move in a preemptive strike of, on those bases if they were going to go into Taiwan. Uh, but the dynamics have changed with the flotilla combined with various forces to go and challenge China. But I will tell you that I, I, I mentioned this to you last night. With the ships sailing towards China, I've been told that they're there to support the Indian troops, 250,000 of them massed on the Chinese border, fearing invasion. So that's that's a concern. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and and th- listen, this is just speculation from good military minds. They don't have any inside information, but they said when you look at a map, this is what makes sense to them. Yes. Okay, first of all, India is a carrier power, and India is in the middle of a great rise. President Modi has taken India away from the Chinese orbit. He's a he's a tremendous nationalist. I wish he was a little more friendly towards the Christians in his nation, but as a as a rising power and an ally to confront China, we could have hoped for no better than India. And the fact that it's happened you know, Modi came to Texas, and I think a million people turned out. There's so many Indian Americans that just love him, that see him and Trump as being the best of friends and very much like another. And India is a carrier power. They're one of the few nations in the world. There's only a handful of nations that have real Cato Bar carriers. And India, I think they're still running ski jumps, but nevertheless... They are one of the significant carrier powers of the world, and their aviation is, is, is very advanced. They're a technologically advanced power and a nuclear power. So the fact that India has really come to the West to find support in confronting China, I think, is excellent. And we're some years into that. The, the four major players are Australia, Japan, India, 
and the U.S. And those, that's the new alliance that's that's really confronting China in the Pacific, the, in the Indo-Pacific. And so we don't know what the flashpoint is going to be. Is it going to be Japan? You know, North Korea keeps shooting missiles. Some of them even go over Japan. Japan just put out their new white paper, a document that tells about their military strategy and their concerns, and it's the most militant and aggressive report that Japan's put out probably since World War II. And it's got a really disturbing picture of a samurai on the cover. It's all in black, and uh, you'll have to look at it if you're interested, but their, their new defense strategy for the JDSD, uh, the Japan Self-Defense Force, their military, is a disturbing, aggressive, deadly strategy. It's pretty clear that Japan is not going to sit out any threat to their islands and that they're not going to let uh, provocation slide. One of the things that's in that paper is their intent to resist landings on any of their islands, including some islands that are uninhabited and their ownership has been uh, unclear or contested for decades. I think they call them Senkaku, and then there are different names for them in different languages. But the, the Japanese paper said, we're going to maintain air and sea superiority and attack all invading forces. In the event that we're unable to maintain air and sea superiority, we will still resist by all possible means and be prepared to execute a counter-invasion to retake any territories that are occupied by our enemies. So for Japan to say that, even in reference to their own island-hopping defense to really uninhabited islands is pretty shocking that they're prepared and have put it in writing, that they're prepared to take it to the mat to that extent. So that's just a start. That's one nation. Australia's out there. So the other two allies and the other two potential flashpoints is South Korea and Taiwan. And uh, either of those could come under not a, just attack, but an invasion at any moment. The distance from mainland China to Taiwan is the same as from Florida to Cuba. And so while that may seem like a distant part of the world, our forces and enemy forces are really eyeball to eyeball. So yes, uh, there is a massive military buildup in the Himalayas with the Chinese preparing to use force against India and India preparing to slug it out. And I believe that our carriers are intending to head that way to bring some more power to bear. And this is something that's been out in the public, but there have been attempts to derail it. One of the big ones being the, the conflict in the Black Sea. And so you're absolutely right. The flashpoint could certain ha certainly happen along the Indian India Chinese border, and uh, you actually brought up two things that two places. One's Diego Garcia, which is in the Indian Ocean, and the other one's Guam, which is in the Pacific. You know, way towards Hawaii from China and Japan. But those each give us the opportunity to make strikes, land-based airstrikes into China without massive aerial The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Fueling as such. And so those are key places, but like you say, they're very small islands. They're very susceptible to advanced missile attacks or nuclear strikes, ballistic missile attacks, and it's a cause for concern. The U.S. military, when they're actually trying to be part of the solution, which 
is up in the air right now. There's conflict over whether they should just uh, turn into the Red Shoe Diaries and, and uh, pursue wokeness or whether they should really confront our enemies. And there's conflict within the, the Pentagon and the different military and government bureaus at every level on that. But here's the thing. If they're trying to win a war, we have to have other options other than those two very, very lonely rocks out in the Indian Ocean and in the Pacific Ocean. And the U.S. military is looking at some other options. But we have to not lose ground in our island hopping campaigns. We need to not let islands be taken in our backyard. And we need to move air power and sea power and even traditional <coughs> infantry traditional supply guns, bullets, and beans and band-aids and bases into the Indo-Pacific just as much as we can. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but stopping China would Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service not be a goal of biden since we know that the biden crime family is compromised by china in the same manner as raffensperger and kemp are in georgia with regard to the election you know that's a really good point for me to bring up that Biden's defense secretary on Twitter, he's B. Wallace, uh, excuse me, this, the British secretary is B. Wallace MP, and the U.S. counterpart is at SecDef, which is Lloyd Austin. I'm not sure that Biden is what parts of the government he's in control of and what parts he isn't, but our secretary of defense went and re-signed just one day ago to extend our aircraft carrier cooperation agreement. When we came in and sent our destroyers and submarines and anti-submarine warfare fleet resources to sail with the Queen Elizabeth carrier, and there's even Marine pilots, U.S. Marine pilots flying one wing of those F-35s that are on the deck of the Queen Elizabeth, and they're U.S. planes. And so... This agreement was made under Trump, but it was just re-signed within the last 48 hours that we're going to expand our joint carrier operations as those carriers are now sailing through the Indian Ocean. So I don't know who put Lloyd Austin up to this. I don't know whose idea it was, but I think that we can hope right now in the internal conflict between good and evil in different parts of our military and civil government, sometimes good will prevail. Sometimes God will move things to give us a fighting chance. And I'm confused about this myself because it seems pretty close to Biden. But this just happened after the Queen Elizabeth sailed to Suez, after the Black Sea incident uh, fizzled and showed itself to be a flash in the pan there was not a big boom after all that this carrier agreement's re-signed and it, it, those types of things caused me to breathe a deep sigh of relief like thank god okay what's next well I'm afraid what's next is China's going to make a provocative move and then measure what we're going to do and we just don't have the leadership in place 
to deal with that. Uh, uh, That's my greatest fear. We have a traitor in the White House, and I'm not going to mix words here. He has shown himself to be who he is multiple times. So we're crazy to think he's going to act in defense of the United States. But I will say this. As you were speaking about the Secretary of Defense, I'm wondering if he came to the brown shirt realization during this um, his confirmation process and people talking to him and military talking to him. Because here's the deal. If China ever takes over this government, they will murder everyone who cooperated with them because that's the brown shirt quotient and the Chinese would be the first in line to execute that because America can't trust these people why should China? And I'm saying that Pelosi, Biden, and the rest of them would become victims of the Chinese. The Pentagon won't even let Biden go in. I know that for a fact, and that's been confirmed now for about three months. He can't even enter the Pentagon. He has Millie behind him and uh, the Secretary of the Navy, but the Navy doesn't support him. The submarine fleet has told Biden to go to hell. The Space Force has gone dark. I know that for a fact, and they are not responsive to Trump. He can fire anyone he wants, but the bulk of the commanders there are not going to follow Biden. The same as the submarine. If China attacks America, I guarantee you we will nuke everything in China that moves. I promise you, and that's going to come from the submarines. Um, so, you know, that's that's my response to what we're saying. And, yeah, we're going to hit them from space, too. I'm convinced that there's a reason why... And I have inside information on this from a reliable source. I mean, uh, it's almost like a family source that we will see attacks from space on China. And that they know that. Listen, they don't care about losing four to five hundred million people. That doesn't matter to them. What matters to them is their objective and the safety of their leadership. But the safety of their leadership cannot be insured because China is into underground dumbs to protect their leaders, and the Space Force can take every one of them out. I know that for a fact. So, I mean, there's good news on this point that I'm giving you, but your analysis of the uh, ships um, joining together and moving towards China, I think is right on the money. But I'm going to give you one other problem to, to address. Uh, I don't like what Biden did with the way he withdrew from Afghanistan. I have it on good authority, um, and I got this after we talked last night, that a lot of the leadership in the Afghan army, they've gone to the Stans. They've defected. They've gone across the border because they Mm -hmm. know they can't win. They're going to be destroyed. And that opens the door for China. Words is China's already occupying some of our military installations. And what lies next to China? Iran. And Iran's no friend to the U.S. China could pose an immediate military threat on with Middle East oil. And we're a nation now, thanks to Biden's six months of destruction of America, that we are now energy dependent and we need the Middle East. And if Israel can't hold off China, we could have a real problem with our military. Well, two things on that, and I want to really bring it back to where the rubber meets the road and the riots in in, uh, close-by nations and in our own streets. Uh, First of all, China, the kings of the east, have to go all the way to Jerusalem. That's what Belt and Road Initiative is about, is encircling the world to get to Jerusalem, just like the Bible says. All this is in Revelation. The army of 200 million men is already in China. They're looking to move west. And the Pope's goal has always been Jerusalem. If you don't know, that's what the Crusades were all about. It was the Popes versus the kings of the South, the Pan-Islamic Empire. Even before, really, Islam was a thing. It was the Pan-Arabian Empire. And those wars have gone back and forth, back and forth, battling for the prize of Jerusalem. And so the, the kings of the East have to come. That has to happen. And that another domino would fall towards that end is not at all surprising but my other thought on that is that perhaps grown opium is obsolete now that fentanyl has reached the state of 
chemical perfection, industrial production, smuggling and application. It's so much stronger than natural opium and so much easier to produce. I think that the world powers, that the Bush empires of the world, that the neoliberal uh, establishment, which of course I also see the Pope behind, they can abandon the poppy fields now because it's just not even a thing. We figured out how to make, or the Chinese have figured out, the world has figured out how to make fentanyl synthetic opium that's a thousand times stronger without actually growing poppies. And the whole Afghan thing was always about the poppies. And so I see that as being over now. And this is another another thing that we're, we're kind of trying to look at from all the different angles. The pullout from Afghanistan is a big deal. The Ronald Reagan carrier was supposedly in the Indian Ocean. It had never come into the Indian Ocean. She, we're supposed to say. She was never attached to the U.S. Fifth Fleet. And all that happened. It was a... It was a it, an emergency deployment, a hurry-up offense, a strange attachment to the U.S. 5th Fleet, and the whole purpose of it, uh, ostensibly, was to cover the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. And I don't think that U.S. air power was even hardly used to that end. And so Afghanistan's an important piece. It's right in the middle of the puzzle. If you look at the, uh, at the Euro-Asian world map and I don't know exactly where that chip's going to fall but it's interesting what's happening there and I do believe that the Chinese position is being strengthened in Afghanistan in Afghanistan yeah there's a solid block there um, you've got and Pakistan Afghanistan and now Iran they have to get to Jerusalem Another thing that China needs for world domination is total control of the southern tip of Africa, something that has been in civilized hands for centuries, really since for 500 years. And the fact that that's where there's rioting in the streets and more people being shot. Hal Turner reported last night that the police were out of ammunition and that one police officer had to go lay down 10,000 rand and another one paid 12,000 rand. I think that's like six and $800 respectively to get ammunition to go back out to the streets. So many people are being shot dead in the riots in South Africa. This is something that's been bubbling, bubbling, bubbling for a long time with a lot of horrific crimes as the, the different farms have been taken over, stolen, attacked, families hacked to death, terrible rapes and abductions. This has been going on for years now. I'm really surprised that Trump was silent, especially since my South African friend walked from Austin, Texas to Washington, D.C. just to bring world attention to the white genocide in South Africa. Of course, he was just shoved under the carpet Twitter blocked him. A lot of other platforms blocked him. His name's Jason Buffalo Bartlett. He's a really nice guy. There's an interview with him on my YouTube channel where I went and walked a mile with him as he was walking towards Washington, D.C. So uh, this, is, this is China moving in. Them finally pulling the last support and letting the nation begin to collapse is their attempt to bring land forces and naval sea power into the Atlantic, into the Americas. And so it's it's really something disturbing. And while we're talking about geopolitics, we need to not lose sight of the fact that every person who's listening to this message, the lights will go out where you are. It's going to happen. It only takes a lightning bolt. And right now we have far more nefarious forces. And this is where people need to put themselves in the position of a person on the street in South Africa or a person on the street in Cuba. And having to defend, we need to think about defending ourselves and defending our communities from raging mobs or from uh, 
government kidnapping. I mean, what if what if your youngins were to be loaded on a truck and taken away and conscripted into a military to, to be to be taken away to an indoctrination torture center? That's a very disturbing thing, and it's something that every American needs to think about. And right now, we can take away some lessons from these events. Number one, have weapons. The Cubans don't have weapons. By the way, guerrilla forces, real freedom fighters, are making some inroads against Maduro's Venezuelan military and against the Cuban police forces and military. But the thing is, if they don't have weapons, the first thing that they're trying to do is get a hold of some. And by the way, the U.S. Coast Guard has been turning away Cuban Americans in the open sea and telling them that they cannot take weapons across the open sea. So I'm real, you want to talk about what Biden's doing. Why has the Coast Guard been ordered to illegally intercept Americans, free Americans who are allowed to have all the weapons they want on the high seas with the dangers of piracy and everything else from going and being a part of their own country's liberation and in many cases they have family members that are in serious danger and the u.s coast guard is sending them back to florida that is a a misapplication of valuable military resources and it just shows how much biden is doing to prevent freedom in the world i really hope that the u.s coast guard gets off of this and stops uh, intercepting American citizens on the high seas and shaking them down for weapons because the fact is they've got we've got ourselves to defend and we've got our free hemisphere to defend and the fact that people are got out going onto the high seas with weapons thinking about saving their Spanish speaking uh, compatriots is fantastic in my sight and I'm really really disappointed to hear that the U.S. Coast Guard is making those kinds of interceptions they need to quit it yeah unfortunately i don't see that happening <laughs> i i don't the, the biggest positive i see coming out of all this if we don't blow ourselves up is the fact that the united states and russia have a chance now to unite like what trump and putin wanted to do when trump came into power but that got derailed by the russian collusion delusion and i do think that um putin with the right american leader could coexist with the United States. China cannot. Their, 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 their ways are too violent, too aggressive. I don't ever see peaceful coexistence with China. And you've gotten some intelligence that Putin may be looking to go in and stabilize Cuba himself, that Russia may do that just to block China, mm -hmm. just to take that square and occupy it from them so that China and the UN cannot go in there and fortify that as a base against the Americas, that Putin might actually do that for his own security and to prevent a Chinese-slash-UN takeover of the United States. Yes, that's right. Well, I do know this, and Sam, I've not talked a lot about this, but Paul Preston and I had a discussion on his show about this, and we both had the same information. Um, Putin... Uh, representatives and Trump representatives met uh, early this year and help was offered to the United States by Russia to help reinstall Trump. This is highly volatile and I recognize that but that information is out there and I guarantee you it's true. Uh, Paul Preston knows more about this than I do. To counter the move Nancy Pelosi and Beto O'Rourke met with El Chapo's wife in Italy. She was trying to... <laughs> That's why they met with her, okay. Yeah, now I Go have on. talked about that. Uh, and the Pope. They met with the Pope. This is a uh, count... She's in jail now, by the way. Yeah, because yeah. she wouldn't play ball uh, with Pelosi. That's why they got her. She wouldn't uh -huh. play ball with Pelosi, and Biden's DOJ went and snatched her. She told him to go to hell, literally. And she said, I'm not helping you. You got my husband in jail. 
she was, and basically she told Pelosi, you did business with my husband all these years, Beto O'Rourke, same thing. You know, how dare you think I'm going to help you? So they came back and they, they did a snatch and grab on her, and now she's in prison. Yeah, you know, he cherry-picked her when she was a teenage beauty queen, and they keep referring to Emma Curnell as uh, El Chapo's wife. She's really one of his many, many mistresses and one of his many, many baby mamas, and he probably hooked up with her when she was 15. When she was 18, I believe on her 18th birthday was when they were married, and for Pelosi to reach out to them, they were reaching out to the criminal element in Mexico. We need to remember that part of the reason that China is looking to these islands to get into the U.S. is because their main plan to come in through Mexico has been frustrated by Andres Manuel, by the Mexican president, AMLO. His government has dismantled so many criminal elements and so many uh, NGO and transnational criminal organization operations in Mexico that China has lost their ability to move troops, material, men, and even drugs into Mexico. Uh, And I could go on for hours just about that, how he's sending the military to take control of the ports because there were backroom deals where China was being allowed to bring in fentanyl and chemical precursors and other things. We know how many migrants were already stashed in the north of Mexico and being warehoused, some of them for years just to make this flood into Texas and uh, into and across the California border and other places. But the current president of Mexico, who, by the way, is pretty tight with Putin, it's very important to remember that he and Putin have a very good working relationship. This used to be a cause of concern to me, but now I'm really seeing where they come from and that and that this is the face of freedom right now. This is the face of nationalism. So there's been major shifts in Mexico, but that's just uh, my mouth fell open when you said that Pelosi met with El Chapo's wife for that purpose. Tell us again what she was supposed to do. Well, she was going to move money and hide uh, evidence that could come back and bite Pelosi and her colleagues in the butt. Um, That was the biggest thing. And this would have opened the door for more corruption against the DOJ, uh, the DNC. Um, I mean, right now, uh, I tell you, it's falling apart for them. Uh, documents have been discovered in the FBI that there were the FBI knew about the plans to murder Seth Rich because of what he was doing with exposing election fraud that uh, caused Bernie Sanders to lose the primary. I mean, I'll give you another one. Okay, this is one I published the photo. Okay, it's on the Common Sense Show, three places. In 2015, Beto O'Rourke and Nancy Pelosi were photographed with Nieto in Mexico. Nieto may have been the biggest criminal ever to head Mexico. He was paid $100 million by the cartels to look the other way. I mean, this stuff never stops. Okay, right here on my desk in Mexico City. Now, you're talking about Enrique Peña Nieto, the former president of Mexico, who was president up until December 1st, 2018. Yes. So this is pretty recent history. It's a six-year presidential term, and Andres Manuel is only two years and seven or eight months into his six-year term, and so much has been accomplished. But here I have a flyer. I'm looking at it right now. It says... Juicio a los ex-presidentes. Vote for the judgment for uh, bringing to trial ex-presidentes of Mexico for corruption and abuse. And here on the 1st of August, so what's that, three weeks out, there's going to be a national election where people vote to judge ex-presidents. There's been a turnover in even the Supreme Court in Mexico. Numerous Supreme Court justices have disappeared or fled the country of Mexico because they were on the take. And, yeah, uh, why was Nancy Pelosi and very a very unknown, lowly congressman from El Paso, Texas, uh, Beto O'Rourke... Because he's a drug dealer. He's Sam, with O'Rourke is right. a drug dealer. He's tied into the cartels. Right. Yes. That's right. That's why. Trafficking humans. Exactly. Exactly. 
So, on the geopolitical stage, Mexico has been lost as a beachhead for China. It's been lost. And that's why their focus has shifted to the Caribbean to make island hops. And it's a cause of major, major concern. I know we're a little short on time. Uh, yeah, we got. We uh, yeah, we're, we're blowing off our extra segment, and I'm looking at the time and doing the math right now. We got four minutes and twenty seconds <laughs> to, okay. to to the second here. So here's the uh, lessons from the riots of the past 48, 72 hours in South Africa and in Cuba. One, have weapons and ammunition. A lot of people do not have satisfactory ammunition. We need more ammunition. And the fact that the police have shot all of their rounds and that they're out trying to buy ammunition on the street and ammunition's being airlifted in by private gun shops to that, for them to get their ammunition is uh, a lesson to all of us. So here's just a couple of tactical uh, advices. One, don't forget about 22 long rifle. You know, if you run a 9mm, a 22 long rifle out of a rifle length barrel has half the energy of that 9mm pistol shot. And that's the one thing that you can take a thousand rounds and throw them in a backpack and be off, run, run up a mountain with it. So don't forget about 22 long rifle. It's also one of the greatest barter items. And uh, this is something that I've run into is people having a 22 long rifle and zero ammunition you can also for $50 buy a 22 long rifle reloading kit where you get a bullet mold you get a uh, tool to open up the bottom of the casing where you can reprime it and you get the priming compound and then the only thing you have to buy is the powder and you can reload 22 long rifle and the minute everybody's out I'm going to tell you a 22 long rifle shell is a dollar bill all day long. So it's very wise to buy them now that they're 10 or 15 cents and then have a bunch and uh, wouldn't hurt to have the ability to reload them also. So here's something else. A lot of people have a shotgun and some of the some guys poo-poo the idea of the shotgun as a battle weapon. I've run a lot of shotguns as a battle weapon myself. And I believe in it as a battle weapon. It does have strengths and it does have weaknesses. But you're always better off with a long gun than a handgun to start with. And I'll tell you what, a shotgun has its advantages. One of them is that it builds a shotgunner and a wing shooter is so much faster at shouldering a weapon, bringing it to bear, and firing a killing shot than uh, a rifleman just generally. And I'm talking about experience from years and years of hunting and being around lots and lots and lots of shooters the people that that can bring a weapon to bear the quickest are wing shooters yeah and sam we're going to have to hold that here because i want to give you a chance to talk about how people can follow you but i just want to say this folks we're, we're kind of right here hanging in limbo because the events are in limbo it's not that we don't want to bring a conclusion to these stories there is no conclusion at this point what we're telling you is you better get prepped because history is being written right now as we speak. Sam, how do people follow your good work? Thank you, Dave. GospelGunslingers.com is my main site. I have to pay for that. I'm a refugee right now. I'm a one-man operation, uh, which is part of the reason that I don't have smoothly produced videos with music in the background. But find me, Gospel Gunslingers, on Twitter. I'm on Parlor. I don't use that a lot. Everybody should have Telegram on your phone for counter-surveillance and a little bit more secure messaging. And my verse of the day is on Telegram. Just search Telegram Gospel Gunslingers, and you will find a Bible lesson of the day that teaches the reality of the Bible and not all of this uh, ridiculous pacifism that we've been force-fed for for so long. And I really appreciate it. By the government churches. I know. Sam, my friend, we are flat out of time. We're up against the hard break for the show i want to thank you for coming on i'm assuming we're going to do a quick follow-up so i'll be in touch all right whenever you say have a great day you too 
Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you. English spoken here. MDM will help you open and maintain your crypto IRA, so go to their website, mydigitalmoney.com. Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. My digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.